sometimes as a speaker or a trainer, we or sales rep or any other position where we're sharing information, um, because we're the ones sharing the information, we feel that we're in a position of power or that people are going to listen to us, we're in control of the classroom. The problem with that is that um, if your audience of, let's say, 20 people decide to turn on you, who's really in control? If they decide as a group, for example, crane operators, um, for myself as a woman are a very tough audience. I usually try to have one of my um, long-term senior trainers go, um, typically male, just because male, um, it's a male-dominated world. And the last time one of my my trainers went on to a, a conference speaking to a group of them, they had people that did not want to be their prisoners, right? And they were chewing tobacco and spitting into cans and doing everything possible to show that they weren't interested. And by the end of his session, they were sitting on the edges of their seat. Well, how did he get them into that position? Because the audience had the power and that could be very intimidating to a novice trainer. So what are you doing and what can you do? That's what the session is about. I'm Becky Pike Booth with the Bob Pike Group. And today's training tip is, is understanding the power of the participant and, and how, how you can be... Um, giving them the power, but in a way that it comes right back to you. So you're up front and maybe even on stage, and they are listening to you speak. You're not the star. The participant is always the star. We need to make sure that we step back and remind ourselves that we are not the ones. It's the people in front of us that need to walk away and use the information we're sharing and use it immediately. And they are the star because they're going to be using it back on the job and practically applying it. So if you are addressing your audience as though you're the one and it's all about me, here's my story. Here's my idea. The next thing I think you should do that's going to turn many of them against you. And if enough of them turn against you, then you've lost your entire audience. So instead, make it up about them. Simply share some data and have them as a table group discuss it and share back what they would do because that's bringing them in. Use their goals, use their ideas, use their stories as a way to present in everything that you do. Um, we want to be turning it around and asking why it matters to them. Um, so share some information and say, what's in it for you? What's the value? Walk in their shoes. So crane operators, what are they doing every single day? It sure isn't in the classroom listening to someone speak. What is it that they do? What are their external factors that make learning difficult or different? Um, how can you support them in their role and do what they need to do? This is what... Doug McCallum, if you've listened to his podcasts, amazing, amazing 30 plus years of experience. If you haven't already, go back to the Creative Training Techniques podcast and listen to his sessions. There, I know you'll get a new nugget. Any type of trainer will get a new nugget from him. Through presentations, um, we can vary different information, but one thing is going to be consistent, the people in front of you. So think of yourself as Yoda, you know, wise, humble, you're a mentor, you're helping your participant get to the point that they can walk out those doors and use what you're teaching immediately. Um, 
you know, we want to make sure that we help our audience save time, save money, save resources, so we can share our insights and then ask them, how will this or how can you translate this to do X, Y, Z? Then we need to make sure that we give them a new tool or a new mindset that they can consider. It's not, you will do this or else. It's, hey, consider this, blah, 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 blah. Have your objectives and share them, but let them share their objectives as well. And the final thought is, we know that sometimes our audiences are stuck because perhaps it's change management and they really don't want to do it the new way. And so what I do is I spend literally the first minute um, and say 60 seconds at your table with your group, share all the re reasons you don't want to be here today. And so they go ahead and they do that and blah, 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 blah. They come up with hundred ideas in one minute. Then I say in the next two and a half minutes, come up with why the new method that we're teaching today and why we're going through this might be valuable or helpful. And I give them longer because they haven't ever really thought about the pros. So then after they're done with that, we, I don't let them share with the group all the reasons they don't want to be there, but I do let them share after they talk about what could be valuable. I just get a high sign, you know, somebody from each table share back, they share back all these great ideas. And then I just say, I know that we could look at the negatives and, and there are, I, I don't pretend that there aren't, but let's focus today on, on all these ideas that you just came up with, how it could be valuable. So as you're getting ready and set and go for your next session, I want to challenge you to think about the audience first. It's all about them. I'm Becky Pike-Ploop. Thank you for listening to another creative training tip, and I'll see you next Friday.